0: locked into the live with brandon blakeney podcast here is your host brandon blakeney
1: what's up everybody got another episode of live with brandon blakeney in the chamber for y'all today two dope interviews with two really good guys around the community one um, Harold Cone, Coach Harold Cone of Triangle Fitness out at Kernersville. Man, really came on the show talking about his son Jalen. Jalen Cone going to Virginia Tech, signed, rising freshman, expected to do some big things. Has another son, Madison Cone, in the Power 5 Conference, Big Ten playing at Wisconsin football. He came on and talked a little bit about LeBron James and just uh, what's going on with him celebrating his kid. Everybody has a, a different opinion going uh, whether Braun's right or whether Braun's wrong for cheering on his firstborn. So, you know, who better to, to uh, talk to about it than a guy that trains numerous athletes, that sent three sons to play collegiate athletics, and has a, another kid on the way in Joy-Con, a daughter that's pursuing her dreams as well. So Coach Con came on, gave the whole spill. We pulled up the Triangle Fitness, the sweat box, it was real, man, so we'll definitely dive into that interview. And shout out to Coach Cone for having us. Also, my guy, WXII12 News, sports anchor Chris Lee came through. We pulled up on him. And it was just an awesome interview. He had been down in Spartanburg covering the Panthers. So we got some Panthers talk for all my Panthers fans out there. NFL right around the corner, you know what I'm saying? Um, We also talked to him about the Wyndham that just wrapped up in uh, Winston-Salem last week. The golf tournament, big showcase, big crowd, big pool in there. And also, I don't know if y'all saw, but UNCG bringing in NC State to the Coliseum for non-conference game this year. The difference, the energy feels different because UNCG will probably be a favorite in this game. And that's no cap for everybody watching. And we'll also look at a new series where I'm spotting some transfers that are moving schools. Right now, we'll start with inaugural. We'll start with basketball. Five stars on the hardwood that have made the jump to a different school to keep an eye out on. on. So we got an action-packed episode for y'all today. With no further ado, man, we're going to jump into it. Let's get into this Coach Cone
0: interview. Appreciate y'all watching. Hello, my name is Harold Cohn, and I'm lead basketball trainer here at Triangle Fitness, and I am live with Brandon Blakeney.
1: What's up, everybody? We're back at it again, live with Brandon Blakeney. Got my guy, Coach Cone, here in yes, the building. Sir. Yes, sir. A uh, Coach, man, you know, strangers to the game, heavily involved in the hoops community. Um, two sons of your own, or three sons, excuse me, of your own, a daughter, all of them involved in athletics. Um... What is it like just to see your kids succeed in that realm, and you know, you be able to be such a big part of that?
0: Listen, it's exciting. It, it's, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just awesome, man. When you go to Advance mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you see your child. Uh, excelling and just competing out there yeah and uh, especially you know if you played a part in it you, man it's almost like you're competing yourself so uh it, it really is it's fun and, and, and it's exciting
1: and you watching your guys um I know most recently Jalen just finished up um one of the most explosive guys coming into the college ranks um no stranger to the hype you've seen him do it all at pretty much every level um we see the the, the uh, stuff that's going on with LeBron and yes, you know, him being just a basketball dad, hyping the crowd. Um, you've always been opinionated on Twitter. Um, what yes, are your sir. thoughts on that, just being a basketball dad yourself?
0: Man, hey, I just think LeBron is really enjoying the ride of his son, being there, having the ability to be there with his child. Listen, we're living in a day and time where, especially African-American males, uh, dads aren't present. and. You know, LeBron didn't have that in his life. And so, you know, he's I think he's enjoying the process. He didn't make the playoffs this year, so he was able to be a part of the uh, the travel ball. And and I just really think he's enjoying it. And not only that, Brandon, personally, I feel people are enjoying it, too. (laughs) When Bron comes through the door, you know, Bron's in the building. You know, I remember being a part of Adidas out there in California and Brown was outside. It was kind of crazy at the time because yeah. we had the ball boys in the building. We had Zion in the building there with Adidas. Yeah, and yeah. Brown was outside <laughs> and couldn't get in because the security wasn't crazy. there. And man, listen, hey, that was a big deal. You know, so, you know, pe- people get excited. They get hyped at these events.
1: What do people that haven't experienced this atmosphere not understand about being in that packed gym? So I just punch one on somebody, yes, and the energy's high. Like, well, how can you um, tell people that really just haven't experienced
0: that? Man, I'm just telling you, high quality, high level basketball, especially at what you might call the grassroots level, yeah. is just incredible. I just think. Listen, locally, we experienced the other day when we had uh, new light disciples go against the Greensboro Warriors, unsigned seniors. You know, I didn't understand it, that all these kids knew each other. All of them were friends. Man, I just I I came to see another game. Next thing I know, I'm captivated by, by these kids. Uh, just going at each other. The Dunn kid battling, oh, then the yeah. McIntyre kid yeah. battling, then this Thomas kid who I don't know nothing about, he's battling. I'm like, man, what's going on here? These kids are going for it. And then the parents, the little spat on the side with, with the parents, and, and then, you know, that that high energy that, that, that's going on. Now, at the at the travel ball level, if you ever been to a peach jam, or, you know, to some of these high, man, listen, you, you take that, and, and I hate to say it, you know, you times that by 10, and it's incredible atmospheres, you know? So, uh... So it's really a a great time. And if you're a basketball enthusiast, man, you love it. You're like, this is incredible here, man. For sure.
1: Uh, With Brian being on the court, he's caught a lot of flack, not even cheering for his kid, but just with him being on the court uh, doing the layup loss and stuff. uh, What do you think about that? We obviously know every pops couldn't couldn't pull that off, but just him being LeBron, most people think it's acceptable. What are your thoughts on that? And do you truly think that he's costing kids reps? In the process.
0: Sir, I just really think to be honest with you, this is just me. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think everybody's loving the atmosphere. I think when he's in the building, the kids are getting hyped. I think kids are like, hey, they're trying to go at his team, the blue <laughs> chips team. Yeah. You know, I'm involved with the team that I trained that they were gonna play the blue chips and they were excited to play against mm-hmm. what? LeBron's team. Yeah. So they love it when he's in the building. And and I, and I think a lot of times people, I think Bron takes some undue, undue criticism, man. Agreed, yes, agreed. yes, he, jumps on the, he jumped on the court, which probably should have been a technical. But the fact is, the way the atmosphere was, that kid ran and chest bumped him. <laughs> yeah. I, I just know this. I know this. I'm, I wasn't a dunker. You know, I, I was with the handles. And I know if I shook somebody and then back in my day, Pearl Washington would have came on and chest bumped me. Oh, I would have went crazy too. I would have yeah. loved it. And it'd have been memorial to me. So I'm just saying, man, that I think a lot of times people just have to uh not be so, so hard on the man and understand it. And, and not saying that, not saying that maybe a mistake might not have been made there or whatever. For sure. But the fact is is that listen, he's hyping the atmosphere and he's hyping his son. And the truth is, the people love it.
1: Definitely. I I agree. I'm a fan. Um, you've seen recruitment on both yes. sides of the football field. you got two sons in Power 5 conferences right yes, now. Sir. heading out. Um, it, We both know it is true. The parents are recruited just like the, yes, fed, uh, the player. Um, is he costing Bronny looks right now?
0: No, no. I Man, listen, I believe that everybody knows that how he is, those college coaches, you know. I mean, it. it, it, it I think personally it depends what they want. But mm-hmm. the fact is, I, I, I really think that, a lot of these schools, listen, they talk to parents. They want to talk to parents. They want to know where do you stand with things. So, you know, they, they, they want to know where where does he stand as a parent. You know, what, what sort of, what, you know, how, how do you see things? But let me say this. I very doubt that he would do that during an ACC game. For sure. Or, a big 10 game or whatever so you know it's I just think it's that atmosphere that travel ball atmosphere I it's wide open yeah, right yeah. you know I use this word on Twitter a lot of times and some people don't like it but the fact is I just think sometimes people might be hating on the man a little bit yeah you know yeah. maybe by yeah. some opinions that they have of them uh, did he make a mistake or could he made a mistake yes but the bottom line is, man, to over crucify somebody and to be totally down on somebody, it's I I, I I think it's I think it's just too much, too much.
1: How important is that? Um, just having those role models for those kids to look up to, because it seems like the parents are more upset about it than anything. You haven't really he- heard any about it, any complaints about.
0: The, the kids, you know. Man, can I can I just tell you? I just think the kids love it. Now, Brandon, I had a situation where I was coaching football mm-hmm. with, with my kids that were young, you know, uh, and I wasn't a head coach. I was just one of those side coaches, yeah. helping out before mm-hmm. and before practice. I used to throw the footballs. The kids used to do routes uh, mm-hmm. on uh, on the field. But yeah. guess what? There was another guy over there throwing balls and throwing routes. His name was Ricky Pro, okay. and you know what? Man, those kids loved. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Ricky Pro's line to go out for passes were a lot longer than my line <laughs> because you know why those kids wanted to catch passes oh, yeah. from Ricky Pro at the at the time he played for the Car- He was with the Carolina Panthers, mm. and the kids loved it. So, listen, you can't hate on that, man. The, the kids love the atmosphere to say, hey, I went out and caught a ball from Ricky Pro. You know, those kids, those kids love that. You know What's what I'm that? saying? You know, they were middle school kids. So, I, I, I just think that sometimes, man, we forget the fact that, you know, we were kids and there were people that we looked up to. Exactly. It was heroes that we had. You know, mine's was Pearl Washington. I don't know who yours was mm-hmm. coming up. But, listen, right Almost now, you're Almost a Penny Hardaway so. guy. Penny Hardaway yeah so a, a lot of those guys man listen they look up to Bron, you yeah. know so uh they're wearing his shoes mm-hmm. and so I, I just think that now he has an opportunity you know and with taco Tuesday and everything just oh, you're, yeah. you're showing <laughs> that the atmosphere of being an involved dad you know with your kids hyping at the, at the dinner table, yeah. man, you know, those. Know yeah, those things are, are, are just great role models. You know, tell you the truth. When I first saw it, I said, man, I got to make this little fun at the household. You know what I'm saying? Bring my family together. Have a good time, For you sure. know, and, and and those are real things, man. In our communities mm-hmm. of having our families and having them loving one another and being together.
1: Most definitely. Um, speaking of family, before we let you get out of here, got to get your predictions, man. What's Wisconsin football looking like this year? Man. What y'all expecting in year
0: three? Man, I'm telling you, it, it's going to be something. You know, the Big Ten is tough. It is. The Probably Big the Ten
1: football conference. was head bottom to top.
0: Bottom to top. It's it's a tough conference. So what happens is, you know, we got a new quarterback. You know, the defense is going to be new in a lot of aspects, young. you know. It's going to be young. You know, my son's going to be a part of that. Sure. And, you uh, so you know those guys, they have to go. You know they're starting camp. You know the first of the uh, which is coming up. Definitely. And uh, yeah. So you know they're gonna have to get everything together, go go hard. But you know like anything else, you know staying healthy. For sure. That right there is gonna be big. That's right there is gonna be big. Uh, but I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I, th- I think it can be good, but. Gosh, man, Ohio State's gonna be good, man.
1: Always the juggernaut up there.
0: Man, they're gonna they're gonna be tough. <laughs> Penn State's gonna be tough. Yeah. You know, you got some tough and and it's not only that, they, you know, Wisconsin has a tough schedule this mm. year. It's not one of those schedules that you can say, hey, you know, it's kind of cupcake and, no. and, 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 no. and and they're padding some wins, nah. And
1: they usually play a tough uh non-conference schedule.
0: That's so right, man. That. Hey, they're in there. And and they're playing tough in conference. You know, so when you got to play the Ohio State, you got to play the Michigans. You know, uh, boy, it's gonna be a tough one, man. But you know, we we'll going to be right there rooting. Oh yeah. And and we're gonna be pushing Coach Chris and 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 everybody else through, and and we just hope we're gonna hopefully best that we can do real well. And uh, and I think we got the Heisman Trophy winner too. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. right, well, Taylor. It is, sorry. That's Dr. right, Taylor. Yeah, that's right, Taylor for the Heisman. Okay.
1: Dig it. Now, oh, one more thing before we let you go. You got the VTech shirt on, yes, repping the home team now. Um, predictions for Virginia Tech this year. A new yes, coach. Sir. New coach. Very, very young. Um, your son, Jalen Cohn, going to have a big role this year, presumably. Um, what, what are expectations, and what's a successful season in your eyes this year for those guys?
0: Man, I'm going to tell you, just to compete, man, when you got to play Duke, man, you got to play Carolina. You know, I mean, Virginia. that daggone Virginia. Man, and and then the kids that are in that conference, you know, you know, me and my son, you know, we're gonna be in here tonight, and you know, and you uh, talk about the Cole Anthony's and the mm-hmm. Trey Jones and the Lyles and you know uh, the Childress's. Those yeah. are those are tough guards he's gonna have to face night in and night out. Definitely. So So uh, so you know, I mean, listen, Coach Young, I got if I can just say this, the utmost respect. You know, it's one of the things that really. Pulled us and, and our decision-making maker, decision making with uh, Coach Webster. Uh, you know, Jalen had some really good options. He some, did a lot of Yeah, options. some things came in even at the end, you know. And, uh, man, he said, Dad, this is, this is where I want to go. This is, you know, we're going up there this weekend. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just going to be... Uh, a fun time. I can't, you know, I, listen, I was reading the ACC Journal last night, uh-huh. and I think they had him at 13th in the conference. I mean. Coming
1: in as an underdog.
0: Uh, coming in as an underdog. But like I told him, man, listen. Let's go out and compete every night. That- Let's play hard. I know Landers Nolly, oh, yeah. uh, he was with uh, Team Loaded when I was with Team Loaded. 6'7". So, uh, yeah, so so he can hoop. You know, we got the local kid, Chico. Oh, yeah. You know, the tough CP3 kid. So, uh, I mean, you you have some, you got got, got some hoopers there who, who can do it, you know. Uh, You know, you lost some kids through the transfer portal. And then, listen, lost some. I I saw Justin Robinson about uh, two weeks ago uh, at the CP3 Elite Camp. You know, I mean, the bottom line is he's with the Wizards now. Mm -hmm. I mean, those guys are those guys in the NBA living their dreams. So, so. so I'm 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 excited, man. It's I'm excited just just to go out there and see him compete, and I just need some freaking flyer miles. Hey, I was
1: gonna say you're gonna be racking up the miles. <laughs> I'm be now, racking coach. up,
0: man. We gotta hit Hawaii for the Maui, Oh, man, and uh, uh, we got Michigan State, you know, the Winston kid, hey, man, if you who's need a, a hooper.
1: Man, let me
0: know. Come on, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, man, we need you, but 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 listen, it, it's exciting time in the Cone household, and sure. and I just thank God Drew's getting ready to hit Arkansas yeah, for oh, his yeah. final year, new so new school for him. New new and And listen, i I kept telling everybody they didn't want to hear it, but uh baby girl, she's it she's actually going on her first uh, first uh, league camp. she's okay. hitting VTac then, then she'll be turning around. she'll be visiting with Wake Forest and she's
2: at Salem, and
0: uh, this year. yeah, man, and she has made a decision uh, you know to kind of transfer this year and you know uh, so we sat down, looked at everything and man I'm 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 gonna be straight up honest with you, man. I've been in the gym with all my kids. I'm tell you right now, she has a chance to be super, 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 super special. Oh yeah. She really has some uh, great abilities, and she's a lefty. Got a lot
1: of lefty. Yes
0: sir. She's a lovely lefty.
1: And quite a singer off
0: the. Yes uh, sir. Yes sir. She's actually singing this weekend at the festival in uh, the Black Theater Festival in Winston. So so we'll be there and. And hopefully to come out there with uh, something big. She got she got some surprises she done brought in. Okay, so So okay. so she's looking to do some Definitely big be able things. To look out for that. Yeah, so we're excited. And i uh, will just be honest with you, man. It's just just, just a great time. And, and 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 listen. And my wife is going to be a principal, man. She's oh, in a principal. So so we rolling. We doing a whole rolling. bunch of everything. Taking over. Yeah, but we're, we're excited. We're excited. We're excited for our community Definitely. because. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, one thing we've always talked about with the boys, you know, we always wanted to rep our city and rep sure. the area that we're from in, 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 a, in a good light. Yes, sir. And, uh, and, and and we're just eternally grateful for what God has blessed us with, man, because yeah. really, really without him, we couldn't do anything.
1: Facts. Hey, nobody deserves it more, Coach. Um, let them know where to find you before we let you get out of here. Social media, all okay. that good stuff. Let them know so they can look you up and keep up with all the latest with you.
0: Oh, man, we're here at Triangle Fitness, man, just getting it in every day. Boy, we had a crowd in here this morning and just got a little break. And thank God Brandon came by. We'll go back at it at 4 o'clock again today. And then later on, we'll come back with our late night uh, with some college and college guys and uh, upper-level elite high school guys. So we're just really excited about getting some good work in here over here at Triangle Fitness. We're at 905 Old Winston Road. That's in Kernersville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Man, listen, come by. Uh, give us a call at 336-918-5065. If you want to get some work in all sports, speed, agility, we kind of do some different things. And, uh, man, just, just forming the, the elite and uh, total package of an athlete.
1: And, Coach, they heard it here first. Appreciate yes, you again for letting us you come your. through. Yes, man, sir. No Thank you. For all the latest and the greatest, subscribe to Live with Brandon Blake, a.k.a. Brandon Lee TV. You did? Welcome back, welcome back. Hope y'all enjoyed it, man. It was a blast shooting that and uh, just rapping with Coach Cone, one of the most respected hoops figures in the community, in the hoop sphere around North Carolina, so that was dope. We expect some big things from Virginia Tech basketball and Wisconsin football as well. Um, also got another interview, interview for y'all loaded up but first let's jump into some of these transfers I just really want to talk about all this movement going around right now in the all season feels like NBA free agency man it's just the trickle down effect it's, it's, it's hitting every aspect of hoops every level right now but with no further ado let's drop, dive into these transfers man so first up we got arguably the most the most upsided player in high school right now, and that's Mr. Isaiah Todd, 6'11", 2020 rising senior, uh, plays a just does a lot of things, plays the game really well, does a lot of things very well, has ball skill. He made that move from Trinity of Raleigh over the word of God. New coach, new faces coming in, and he won't be the only player from there on this list, but we'll save that. Uh, Todd just a beast, man, can handle it, dribbles it really well, shoots it really well off the dribble. Uh, can take his man off the dribble, athletic, explosive finisher, long, polished, back to the basket game. There's just a lot he does well, sees the floor well, runs the floor like a gazelle. He's going to be instant impact, Uh, a nationally renowned five-star recruit, looking to make some noise. And he's already talking like they want Sierra Cannon. So that's going to be – that's going to – That's going to be interesting to see how that develops. But it will be fun to watch them go up against Moravian. Uh, Starting off with a bang, Isaiah Todd's definitely going to make some noise. And it'll be interesting to see. You know, he's got the Kentuckys, the Kansases, the North Carolinas of the world after him, the Memphises. So one of the most sought-after recruits nationally right now. And he looks like he'll be in for a big season. Moving on, we we mentioned earlier Moravian prep. Now, I heard some rumblings, but now it's official we can speak on it. Um, arguably the most explosive point guard in the hoop state, one of the best in the Southeast, one of the hottest names tracking right now, and that's Shaquille Moore, has a load of offers. You know, he just picked up Pitt not too long ago, but it just seems like he's getting Power 5 offers every other day. He's got looks in the SEC, ACC, and Big Ten. Um Big East, so it's just going to be interesting to see, but he's joining probably, a, should be a nationally ranked team in Moravian Prep. Um They had a few guys that could have made this list, but Shaq is the latest explosive, high-flying, just a straight dog. You just can't coach that, man. It's just you're born with it or you're not. He's been killing NBA Top 100 on the AAU circuit um top eighty, it doesn't matter what the stage is. Um, you know, killing with his high school team at Piedmont Classical, three time state champion. Now he's making the move over to Moravian to team up with Javarze Belton uh, Josh Hall, of course, Luke Davis, another new name there. Man, that that roster just topped to bottom. Uh, Jamari Harvey, just it's just loaded. This team is going to beat some higher-touted, nationally-ranked teams, and they should be considered a nat- for a national ranking in consideration themselves. This is a team that has probably the best chance right now, at least on paper, to make a run at Dix Nationals from the state of North Carolina. No shade to anybody else. So... It's just going to be very fun. It's going to be showtime TV to see Moravian this year. And Shaquille Moore just adds to an already loaded roster. Now they have their point guard. And it's just going to be fun to see, man. It's going to be fun to watch that group. So big ups to Shaq. It'll be interesting to see where he goes to. Great guy. Um, Moving on, Jalen McDonald, another player that we mentioned. When I said we weren't done, word of God, this is what I meant. Jalen McDonald, moving over to Nightdale. And he's coming to team up with Isaiah Todd at Word of God, that is huge. One of the most explosive athletes in the 2021 class. 6'5", combo guard, really coming into his own. Looks like he's about to explode, man. He got the old Miss offer early on, but now his game is just expanding. And with that, so is his offer list. Uh, just getting more and more polished, sharpening up on those tools Um, putting the ball skills with that athleticism. And him and Isaiah Todd are going to be one of the best one-two punches in the state, arguably. They've got some talent returning as well, at word of God. So we'll see. Um, Sure, they're not done bringing in guys. Uh, We might see some more new faces headed down that way. Um, Just they're, they're looking to really get this program back onto a national scale. So they they should be one of the better teams in North Carolina, and it'll be fun to watch them compete and watch this team jail together because Jalen McDonald, my goodness. I mean, I remember last year he had that what, 360 that about broke the Internet, my dude. Like, oh, high flyer. He, he's a show waiting to happen. Um, moving on, I got to talk about a newcomer to North Carolina from New York, Bryce Harris, going to Greensboro Day, 6 forward wing prospect um, guards four different positions plays real hard they're already calling him Ron Artest and the game mimics that plays hard on both ends real skilled polished point forward can see the floor dribble it take his man off the dribble unselfish can stretch the floor open with with the three ball he's already got a a load of division one offers as well and I'm, I'm expecting him to break out this year and just rack up the offers around the Southeast. He will be a household name around the hoop state very, very soon. Um, just excited seeing him on a couple occasions with Greensboro Day, just gritty, love the way he plays hard on both ends, nonstop motor, and he fills a very big void for a Greensboro Day. Um, they also got Jaden Young, who didn't make the list, but we will be seeing him too Um Greensboro Day, Coach Fred Johnson, those guys just run – they are the epitome of um, basketball here, to be honest with you, just programs trying to mimic what they do, their consistency, and just their their success. And um, it's no wonder that players flock and just look forward to joining a program with that reputation. And Harris is no different. He's coming in ready to put in the work. So it'll be interesting to definitely get a look at him. Rounded out, we got the new addition to Kanban Academy. Jalen uh perennial five-star uh, point guard in the 2022 class. Coming up, um, you know, USA Basketball participant. Um, just a winner. Makes the guys better around him. Unreal advanced court vision. Arguably the best uh, assist man in North Carolina returning, and uh, one of the best in the nation, to be honest with you. You won't find kids his age with that timely delivery, the touch, the, the accuracy, and the way he just sees the entire floor. If you're open, he will find you. He's been more aggressive this summer, scoring the basketball, looking for his. He go- He's going to join new head coach Jeff McGinnis at combine. Uh, the director of Team Charlotte, and it's not a bad piece to start building with. We know that he will be the first of several new faces that will potentially be entering Kanban's program. But Shafino could be the key to make this engine go and to make everybody around him better. So major pickup for Coach McGinnis. A great dude, great coach. And he's got some great players on the way. So it'll be fun to watch them. It's been fun to watch Shafino's uh, development. He should continue to just keep getting better and better and better. So it'll be fun to watch. But that's just the first. I know uh, there's a lot of transfers to get to, and we're going to get to as many as we can. We don't want to offend anybody, but this was just my first five that we're bringing up. Wanted to break down their games a little bit. A lot more action, so stay tuned for that. Um, moving on, for all my football fans out there, we will have some high school stuff next week. But This week we focused on Panther Nation. And just, you know, them getting back to training camp. So with no further ado, y'all tune in to this interview with my guy Chris Lee. You dig? What's up, everybody? We're back at it again, live with Brandon Blakeney. Got my guy Chris Lee here with me from WXII. Chris took us a while to get in here, man, but I appreciate you (laughs)
2: taking time out, man. I know you're a busy dude. That's all good. I've I've worked with a few libraries before, but I didn't, I didn't realize Winston Salem was so strict on (laughs) how they let people like meet in a in a public space. I had to get a a background check. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: But uh, we're, we're happy to bring y'all some uh, new content once again. So Chris, it's been a busy couple of weeks, football starting up. I know you spent a lot of time in Spartansburg with those Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, are we looking at Panthers this year or are we looking at kittens, man? What you
2: think? Oh, gosh. <laughs>
1: um,
2: you know, I think everything kind of rides on the health of Cam and the health of the rest of the team. Because I mm-hmm. think as presently constructed, the Carolina Panthers – have the ability to make a deep playoff run. Definitely, but it really just depends on the health. Is is the defense going to remain healthy? Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten a lot deeper when it comes to their front seven. For sure, but there's certain pieces that you cannot lose. You mm-hmm. cannot lose Luke Keekley for any stretch of time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You cannot lose uh, K1 Short for any stretch of time. You mm-hmm. cannot lose Eric Reed or you know anybody in the secondary for any stretch of time. And Definitely. then on offense, of course. You got to hope that CMC and and Cam Newton are healthy throughout. And if they are, man, like, I think they can really surprise people because from what I witnessed, mm-hmm. I feel like this team, especially on defense, is a lot faster than what they were last okay. year. Um, you know, last year, uh, Greg Olson was like, he was 33 last year, but mm-hmm. he was like one of those guys who wasn't the oldest. He was maybe like the seventh oldest, (laughs) they've gotten rid of, like, a lot of the older guys. So now he's the oldest person at 34 years old. So, like, the whole team is younger Mm -hmm. and faster. They still have veterans, but it'll be interesting to see where they go from there.
1: Speaking on defense, now, we know they struggled with sacks last year. They've added Gerald McCoy, division rival, Mm -hmm. um,
2: Bruce Irvin, guys like that. Mm -hmm. Who are some of the newcomers that you saw out there? How are they looking? Uh, Of course, like you said, Gerald McCoy, Bruce Irvin, Here's one thing I want to point out before I go to the new guys. But what I think is interesting is, you know, Jeremy McCoy McCoy's with the Tampa Bay Bucks mm-hmm. last year. Two years ago, Don Terry Poe's with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, and yeah. And then Kaywon Short, of course, with the Panthers the whole time. Three years ago, those were the best defensive <laughs> tackles in the NFC mm-hmm. South. Crazy. And. Potentially, you know, some of the best in, in all of the NFC, and now they're on one line together. Nuts. So the, the Panthers changed it to a 3 4 instead of a 4 3. Mm-hmm. So those three guys will be starting on the line together with four, um, you know, basically linebackers. Okay. And so that's where Bruce Irvin kind of fits in because he's uh, a linebacker, defensive end hybrid. Very versatile. Very versatile. And uh, I think it's seven career games against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. He has nine sacks against them. I think eight of those are against Cam. So like nah. he gets to the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Gerald McCoy gets to the quarterback. Then of course they they uh, drafted Brian Burns, mm-hmm. who's another defensive end linebacker combo. Speed, real speed, speed, crazy. Um, Marquise Haynes didn't get a chance to shine last year, but he's. Uh, 2018 draft pick, Okay, this yeah. system will help him out in a 4-3 because he's just like a young Bruce Irvin. Okay, so nice. you nice. got that. And then you also have Christian Miller, who's mm-hmm. the same as all those guys, yeah. who's also drafted this year with Brian Burns. So you've got a great combination of of speed and youth and also some, some experience there. And then Trey Boston has just brought that. Yeah, back. new signing. What, what are so, your thoughts
1: on the, on the secondary, man? Uh,
2: another well, real weakness. For the Panthers for a couple years now. Honestly, I think the secondary was good last year. Mm-hmm. The 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 problem is the secondary can look bad when the defensive line isn't getting pressure. True. And honestly, I would have put our secondary against almost anybody in the league, you know, because okay. they it was good. But now Mike Adams is gone. He was you know pushing forty, mm-hmm. um, and so they wanted to get younger. Eric Reed is back again. You know, Stop. he only had basically part of the year last year. Now he has a full offseason yep. with the Panthers. Look for him to have a great year. Trey Boston is is back. Mm-hmm. And Trey Boston showed in his last year with the Panthers and also the last three years that he had like eight interceptions. Over He's the last a ball. Three years. If the defensive line is getting pressure, Trey Boston is going to get that ball. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something that the Panthers were really missing from the secondary. Even though they were good, they were missing good. the takeaways. So, Trey Boston brings that. And then also Dante Jackson, his second year in the league, had like three interceptions in the first three games last year. So, he's going to be a ball hawk as well. For sure. And then Bradbury, he's solid. So, and then Rashawn Golden is going to step up. This is going to be his second year. So, I mean, that secondary is going to look solid, I think. A lot of depth, a lot of speed, yeah. a
1: lot of youth. Um, Moving on to the other side of the ball, yeah. we've been hearing about maybe Curtis Samuel breaking out. I've been seeing him on a lot of fantasy mm-hmm. boards. How is he looking
2: coming back from that injury? So here's the thing about Curtis Samuel. He was hurt most of his uh, first year, Mm -hmm. his rookie year. And then he gets hurt at the end uh, of his second year. Yeah. He had a pretty decent second year. Gets Mm -hmm. hurt at the end of the second year after having his best game ever. Like in that same game, he got hurt. And then so he missed a lot of training camp last year. And then started last year kind of, like, slow because he was coming back from an injury. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then so now, this is his third year, so now he's able to go through. He hasn't been hurt, hasn't been injured. Exactly. He's able to go through, and um, now he has a healthy Cam Newton because Cam got hurt at, towards the end of last year, mm-hmm. so he didn't couldn't really go. Uh, Samuel's been burning everybody. Dante Jackson is, like, mm. super fast. Yeah. And one of those guys that probably could potentially like run track on like a national or maybe international level okay i personally saw curtis samuel burn him a couple of times so curtis samuel now that he's healthy with a healthy cam Mm -hmm. and it and and it was cam who threw a bomb to him and they connected perfectly okay and the last time cam had a had a uh legit like down the field threat he could throw through was you know Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, that that did some good things. And then so what's going to help out Curtis Samuel too is DJ Moore because DJ Moore and also Chris Hogan they're going to be able to get open and do whatever they want I think within 15 20 yards. And then especially DJ Moore, you he gets the ball, he's he's going. He oh, had yeah. Some of the best yards <laughs> have to tackle after to tackle after after the catch mm-hmm. um, in college. And he's going to do the same thing. So there's going to be a lot of people pulling in, having attention on him and Chris Hogan. We know what Chris Hogan can do yeah. from the Patriots. And that's so, a sign that people aren't really talking much about. Right. How, how is he getting acclimated? Well, I was going to say, with so with Curtis Samuel, he's going to be down the field by himself yeah. and you know, with somebody. So that's going to be good. But Chris Hogan, I think, gives Cam, him and uh, Jerry's Wright, give Cam some sure hands for the short game. Okay. And, um, you know, of course you have Christian McCaffrey, yeah. who can do that as well. But um, I think one of the things that the Panthers haven't really had a lot of dynamic um, wide receivers really a lot. For sure. I think this is the best group they have. Okay. Um, so, yeah, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, who I think is going to have a breakout year for sure. Uh, Chris Hogan, Jarius Wright, who is the sure-handed uh, guy that they used last year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're all forgetting about Tory Smith. Oh, yeah. Bring who's him also back. a speedster Speed as well. Team, man. So, I mean, they're going to have a really good group
1: this year, I think you mentioned the talent around Cam, and he was coming back from an injury as well. Mm -hmm. Um, How was he looking throwing the long ball? We've heard some reports, but you being down there witnessing it, how is Cam Newton?
2: One of the things that stood out last year is they'll point to, the Panthers will point to, like, the Steelers game and say that's when Cam started getting hurt. Mm -hmm. But I think when you cover the team, you kind of noticed early, like, super early on that Cam didn't throw it past 20 yards. Even very early on last year. True. So True. everybody was wondering, like, what's what's wrong with the shoulder, mm-hmm. and uh, and then eventually the shoulder really did give out. First uh, training camp practice in one of the first plays that they ran, Cam went down the field. Oh, okay. So okay. He's looking like he's fine. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Panthers learned from two years ago. That um, you know, not to rush him back so much. And they rushed him back. They put too much mm-hmm. pressure on them. But then that's also why you draft. Um, um, what's my kid? What's the kid's name? I don't, oh, uh, Will, Will Greer. Greer yeah, yeah the kid from West Virginia. That's why you draft him um, to make sure you have you know a, a decent enough backup just Definitely. in case, even with so, maybe a little upside too. Yeah, and you know, and I, I think uh, I think Cam is, is looking good. He's motivated. Um, he's heard all the noise about what he can and can't be. <laughs> so I think uh, I think he's going to have a, a good year. And then Christian McCaffrey is just, of course, going to take another step up. Another, somebody else that folks aren't talking about, Jordan Scarlett, mm-hmm. if he ends up making the, the 53-man roster, they drafted him. He's a running back. Okay. They drafted him out of Florida. All the reports have been that his hands – are just as good as Christian McCaffrey's. His breakout speed is just as good as Christian McCaffrey's. That's big time. Even though Christian is going to still get his touches. Yeah. If, you know, you put two backs out there and everybody's going to be looking at Christian, Mm -hmm. then Jordan is going to be gone. Get burned. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Well, a lot of Panthers news going on. We'll definitely
1: stay tuned on that. Um, Chris, I noticed, too, you rocking the Wyndham hat uh, golf tournament in town this week. I know you were out there as well. Go ahead, cut them to check
2: it out. <laughs> well, I'm just pointing to North Carolina because you know I'm just oh, repping yeah. the state. For
1: sure, for sure. Um, so, what, what was the energy out there like? And just having some of the biggest names in the game, for one, Jordan Spieth, my guy, was outside of Tiger Woods. love watching him play. Um, what, what is this energy like out there? And you know, what is
2: it doing for the city? I think anytime you have a major, a sporting event, no matter where it's at. Um, golf, football, hockey, basketball, um, everything that you could potentially go to, baseball, it always feels great. It feels big. Mm-hmm. And it's different when it's a big-time tennis or a big-time golf event because they're on tour, they're traveling around. It's not like you have a team that's planted and you could always go there and there's a certain true. energy. True, true. This is the one time of year that the Triad area can get a chance to get a taste of uh, the PGA Tour in person. And so when it's there, it just it just feels big. It feels like North Car—I want to say North Carolina Super Bowl because there's other events in North Carolina, but it feels like the Triad Super Bowl. And so, okay, you know, and it's, it's a week long. Um, as we're recording this today is the actual first round of of the uh, tournament. Okay, of the of the event I should say, and every day up until then it's either practice or pro-ams or you know just different you know celebrity you know uh, charity events or whatever. Nice. And, and so it just it feels big. The local celebrities, the local big money people, they're all here and they're involved. I mean, and also I saw like the best porta potty that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like when you think of a porta potty, you think about that like stinky little yeah, like square little joint, box. That little box, <laughs> and you go in there, and it's like you just lift it up, and then it's everybody's mess right there. You don't right want to look down. You, you just, don't even want to look at And I just hope. Like if you have a porter pot if you have to go to the porter potty, you don't have to go number two. Because that's it's it's unimaginable. <laughs> These porter potties they have out there yeah. are pristine. They they like, they're like a trailer that Whoa. comes in the back of a truck and you can hook it on. And then there's a men's side and there's a women's side. And the men's side, you go in and there are three stalls. It's probably as big as this room. Okay. You have an actual sink and you have two other stalls if you need to do some other business. And it's clean in there, and I, I imagine yeah. it's not going to be clean by the end of the week. Probably not. But I've never seen anything like it. With the so. pristine porta
1: potty. Pristine porta potty. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, jumping ship before we let you get out of here, Chris. I know you, as mm-hmm. a UNCG alumni, have been following the success and the rise of the program heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Miller's been doing some things in the summer leagues, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the Chris Paul camp um Francis Alonso doing some things in summer league for the G League. Um what does that mean for this program? And also moving forward, we saw they're bringing in NC State, mm-hmm. an ACC opponent to the Coliseum. What does that mean for a
2: program to take that kind of jump? Well, it's um it's not out of like, it's not new for UNCG to have ACC schools come to the Coliseum. And that that was really the purpose of them moving from campus to the Coliseum. Mm. Maybe about eight years or so ago, whenever it was. Okay. Um, they routinely would have, you know, will begin the season with an ACC school. Like maybe just three years ago, they yeah. started the season off with Virginia at home. Mm-hmm. Um, who and they came to the Coliseum. So it's it's something that happens a lot with UNCG the last few years. ACC teams have been avoiding them because and it seems like they're not the underdog. They're not or. the underdog anymore. <laughs> like there's a legit like you look at that and that's that's a legit potential win for UNCG against mm-hmm. NC State. But um, I think now that they have the world on notice, um, they're gonna get everybody's best shot, including NC State, including uh, Kansas. For sure, um, those teams are aren't gonna take them lightly. Kansas can look back to last year and look at how UNCG almost beat LSU. Yeah. How UNCG had Kentucky against the ropes oh, for right. 35 minutes Ooh. and just didn't have the firepower for the last five minutes. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then NC State got beat by UNCG two years ago mm. uh, in Raleigh. And so they're definitely uh, not going to take them light. But I am excited about this this year's team. And You know because you cover all kinds of basketball. Your your audience knows Um UNCG is starting to get those guys who could have gone to a Power 5 school. Definitely. But they would have gone to that Power 5 school and maybe had to wait their turn. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to do that. They want to go and they want to play now. Mm-hmm. So they're going to UNCG. For sure. And that's, that's crazy when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And then yeah. if you look at the landscape of the uh, the Southern Conference, Wofford's going to take a step down. They graduated a bunch of people plus lost their coach. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe ETSU takes a step down. We don't know because yeah. they had some guys transfer out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Furman has some guys uh, graduate, so they may take a little step down. Mm-hmm. UNCG had one of the best players in their history gra- uh, graduate, but it doesn't feel like they're going to be missing much. Which is crazy. And it's crazy to think that <laughs> way because you got the Langley twins who are coming. Uh, either one could get hot, you know, from, from – Deep or they can drive and finish around the bucket. For sure. Uh, both can handle, both play great defense as yep. well and can create points that way. Of course, Dorico Williams, you're the monster. one who told me about him. Monster. You introduced him to me. <laughs> Straight up monster. Probably shouldn't be in this other conference, uh, just with his athleticism. And uh, I was talking to Kyle Hines, who's a, the best player in UNCG's oh, history. Oh, yeah. Killing the TBT. He was really impressed with Derico. He got a wow. chance to meet him and see him work out. Okay. He was like... This guy could potentially like put some of my records at stake. Like, yeah. That's how he felt Woo. about DeRico. Okay. And Kyle has every record in USCG for the most part. Yeah. So that's um, a big sign off. Yeah, it is. And so, uh, and then, you know, Bas Leighton, I think that's how you say his name, mm. Bas Leighton. Um, he's a versatile six foot nine forward, um, can shoot a little bit, can pick and pop, can rebound, you know. Um, nice. So, nice. They're going, to be, they're going to be good. And, of course, uh, Michael Hewitt. Oh, yeah. Coming in the shooter. Transferred in. Um, you know, he had to sit out last year because he transferred in, but mm-hmm. uh, has the North Carolina State High School record of three-pointers in a game. 16. Wow. Three-pointers in a game. man. Sniper. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy that UNCG graduated one of their best players ever. Mm-hmm. But with what they're bringing in and what's going to be available to play next year, Plus, guys who did play last year who are going to take a step up. Definitely. It doesn't feel like they're they're going to miss anything. It a lot of optimism around yeah. the team this year. Yeah. A lot. And we've talked about that. Well, Chris,
1: bro, we're going to let you get out of here. Definitely let them know where to find you, where they can tune in, uh, check you out.
2: If you're new, Greensboro, Winston-Salem area, of course, WXI 12 News. Uh, follow me on my social media, Chris Lee TV. My last name is spelled L-E-A, so I'll just spell everything out for you. C-H-R-I-S-L-E-A-T-V. Um, yeah, and then always I'm trying to turn out these great stories, so have a, another one coming up soon. So definitely check out my man's Athletes of the week, getting
1: all over the try every sport you can imagine. Uh, Chris, definitely appreciate you being on, my man. Appreciate Thank you for your time. Anytime. Hey, until next time, live with Brandon Blanton for all the latest and the greatest. Hit that subscribe button. Hey, welcome back one more time. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. I know uh, it was just dope catching up with Chris, getting the scoop, the inside scoop. One of the hardest workers in the sports sphere. And, uh, you know, for all my Panthers fans out there, it's looking to be a bright year. So y'all keep an eye out for that. And that's a wrap for us. Stay tuned for all the latest and the greatest. Subscribe to Live with Brandon Blaney, a.k.a. Brandon Lee TV. You dig? (music) Yeah. <music>